0: Hello, my name's Kimberly, and I'm perhaps what you would call a modern day Feng Shui Consultant. I can help you turn your home into the most supportive, calm and peaceful space you can imagine. I'm here to guide and show you how to work with your home to unlock its power and magic. And in that, I'm committed to sharing the secret of this magical practice in a way that everyone can use. Hello and welcome back to the Feng Shui Flow. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Things are moving very quickly. Um, Australia is getting nearer, which is amazing. Um I have decided that before we go, I'm going to finish off and call this season one. I'm going to have an end of season one. I will have a few weeks break and come back once we've settled in, worked out how it's all going to work, where I'm going to be doing my podcasting from, and hopefully come back bigger and better and brighter than before. So I've got a couple more to do after this week, and then we will be off. So if you want to watch me and my stories, it will be on Instagram. And also, if you haven't yet joined, please do join my Facebook group, the Feng Shui Flow, because that's where I hop on live. I answer your questions. It's a, it's a really, really lovely community. So yes, I would love to see you there if you want to join us. So today I'm going to attempt to talk about gardening. Now, I'm sure my husband <laughs> will agree with me. I am the worst gardener in the world. In fact, i it sounds awful. I appreciate it massively, but I don't enjoy doing it one bit. So we very much have, I look after the inside of the house and my husband looks after the outside of the house. So the information I'm giving you today is very much about what I feel you need to do and what I tell my husband that I would like to happen, but I don't do it myself. So if you are green fingered, if you have a garden, no matter how big or small, these feng shui principles are something that you can incorporate into your garden really, really easily. And I think it's there to help create a really serene, But also a vibrant outdoor space. So here are some, just some little tips that you can do. And the first thing, and you're not going to be surprised at this, any guesses? Clear the clutter. Decluttering the garden. So this is all of your dead plants, the dead leaves, the, you know, anything that's on the ground, any furniture that's broken, any pots that are broken you know, sometimes we just tend to put things outside. So it's out of sight and out of mind, but actually it's still there. And especially if this is in the front of your home, because if you're opening your front door, this energy is going to be coming in and through the back door, you'll still be able to feel it. So make sure that everything in your garden is working. And also if it's, rusty, if you don't like it, you know, would you have it inside of your home? Just because it's outside, it doesn't mean that it deserves a place in your home. So just have a think about that, but just giving it a spring clean outside, making sure that everything that is dead is gone because that energy will be filtering into your home. So the other thing to do is that we look at balancing things. And being symmetrical if we can. So, just like in the bedroom, where we say we want two of everything, especially to incorporate love and romance into the room. So, you have, you know, the, the two lamps either side of your bed. If you have pillows, you want two pillows. So, and it's the same in the garden. Having this balanced design and this symmetry is quite important. So, arranging plants. If you are looking to attract, you know, a family, a community, a partner, having more than one thing arranged together is going to help. Making sure that the pathways are clear and just that it looks that everything works in harmony together. So it's not just disjointed. You've got this lovely flow that goes through your garden. We can still incorporate the five elements into the garden. And this is a really nice thing to think about because it gives you a bit of a plan. So we look at wood, fire, earth, metal and water. So you can use plants, you can use rocks, little sculptures, add little water features. And this will represent all of the elements. And the way that feng shui was brought to life was that in China, they bought in all of the the top feng shui practitioners that were around, and they decided to build this perfect town. And the perfect town included water, because you needed that for life. It needed wood, it needed fire, it needed earth, and it needed metal. And so these are the things that Feng Shui principles were built upon. So to bring those into your garden, that is going to bring that harmony together. And I'm going to use an analogy that's just popped in my head. So beware because it's a bit random, but the thing that just came to my head was, you know, it's this recipe. The recipe of the five elements creates balance and calm. So if you're baking a cake and you miss out the sugar, it's not going to taste as well as what it could. It might look the same, but it might not taste the way it, way it should. I don't know how I've bought, managed to bring cakes into feng shui. Maybe because there's some birthday cake in my kitchen that I'm trying to avoid at all costs and just keep going in with this, with a spoon. I'm sure I've eaten about 10 slices, but if I just have one spoon at a time, somehow it doesn't even um, count. Anyway, <laughs> I digress from gardening to birthday cake. But yeah, so bringing in all of those five elements will just, it will give you that, feeling of completeness, of harmony in your garden. You can also think about colours and plant selection as well. So choosing plants and flowers that correspond to the energy that you want to promote. So for example, red and purple, it can be quite fiery, but a little bit gives you passion and it gives you abundance. White flowers will bring you calmness and purity. So by just creating this lovely balance of colours will bring that desired energy effect outside of your garden, especially as we're coming into summer that's eventually finally here. Um, We want to feel all of those elements coming in and all of those beautiful colours. If you are lucky enough to be able to put in a pathway, Into your home, then a lovely meandering one is great because this means that it's going to bring the energy in or away from your home in a really calm and balanced way. Having straight pathways, you know, if I was to design a home, for example, you would have a meandering pathway rather than a direct pathway. So having it meandering gives you that soft, gentle flow of energy. So that's something that you could put in and avoid, you know, sharp angles. So curved pathways and flowing lines, they just, they're more soothing and they're more inviting. I'd also say put a lovely little focal point in, something that draws your attention, that when you look at it, makes you happy so it could be a step a statue it might be a bench it could just be a lovely tree you know i remember growing up we had this beautiful willow tree in our garden and although you yeah, know from a feng shui point of view it's probably not the best because the energy from the branches and the leaves go down but still it was beautiful it was really calm i remember used to sitting underneath the willow tree and just being really calm and peaceful so having something in your garden that creates that focal point will just look beautiful we also use a lot of natural materials and textures. So using the woods and the stones and bamboo is really great. That's a really lucky plant in feng shui. And these materials, they give you that sense of, of grounding and that way of connecting with nature. You can also incorporate lighting into your garden And, you know, I've spoken about lighting a lot because it's so crucial in feng shui. So we want to make sure that the garden has adequate lighting. And especially during the evening, we want to elongate the house. You know, we pay a lot to have gardens and, you know, to look out from our home. So maybe uplighting the end of your garden. If you've got a beautiful tree, like if we had that willow tree now, I'd love an uplight underneath it just to draw that attention out there, and you just want soft, warm light so that it creates a a really cozy and inviting place to be. You know, your garden is essentially another room in your house, so we want to be able to go and enjoy it. With the decluttering, obviously, comes maintenance. So just like we clean the windows in the house, just going out and trimming down overgrown plants, removing the dead leaves and and keeping this place clean is really important because that creates that, it's that life energy, that positive energy. And, you know, I always say this, feng shui is really individualised, and which is why I work with people on a one-to-one basis, because what one person feel is really calming, another person may feel quite edgy. So You enjoy your garden, put in your garden whatever reflects your personal taste and brings you joy. Feng Shui is about calm, it's about peacefulness and it's about bringing joy. So anything that makes you happy and anything that you can have to create a space where you can relax. So for example, like in our garden, I'm rubbish at sitting on the floor. I, I, I want to blame it on age, but I don't think I've ever been able to sit on the floor cross-legged. I think it's just the way I'm built. Um, but we've got bean bags. I love to sit in the garden with a bean bag. It's soft, it's squidgy. Snoopy will come and sit on it and, and relax with me. So having things in your garden that makes you feel relaxed is the most important thing. You might like roses, you might not like them because it reminds you of a partner that always used to bring you roses and you really don't like him at all. So whatever brings you joy, place in your garden. I will make sure that my husband listens to this podcast so that he knows exactly what I want to happen in the garden because, as I said before, it's, um, it's not my area of expertise. So I hope you enjoyed this. Lots of little tips for you to help. And if you feel that you want to share it with people, then do. And if you'd like to leave a review, I would massively appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your garden. So much love, Kimberly.